that's when it came out of a clear blue sky. Oh, the dear good Lord's own sweet breath and his voice like an electric shock. I Welcome to Good Luck America, a politics and news podcast, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Chet Wild. Hey everybody, welcome to Good Motherfucking Luck America, a politics and news podcast. A news and politics podcast. It's either one of those things, it's your choice. Not both though. Right. It can only be one. You have to decide. I'm Adam Todd Brown. I'm Chet Wild. Who the fuck are you? I'm Kevin Anderson. Never heard of him. <laughs> Is Kevin our first guest? Because Anna Valenzuela uh, guest co-hosted an episode once when you were gone. Yeah, I didn't even know we were having co-hosts on this pod. I just thought it was the Well, I wasn't recordings. booked. I just came here. Yeah, Kevin was just <laughs> outside. When he's on the email, I'm like, I think you meant to include him on the other email. <laughs> Ooh. But also, ooh. when is our Blinken pod? Uh, yeah, when's our Blinken Blink- review coming Blink- out, Blink- man? Review. Well, thank you for knowing the name of the show, Adam. Uh <laughs> Yeah, Chad. It, uh, it's there's you know there's some there's some wires that got crossed. Uh, it should come out. I think I think the thing is we said it for February 2019. Don't don't fuck with me. You said it dropped. You, right. I just want the link to where it is. No, no, no. I, I thought like I thought it came out and I was pretty sure, but I realized that that was episode we had where we had a Chet Wild impersonator. I feel on. like you're gaslighting me. Yeah. Well, you know. How's it feel, motherfucker? Hey, Adam, <laughs> Kevin. Thanks Kevin. for booking both of us today. Uh, you got two and a half hours of this. <laughs> Kevin hosts a podcast on the network called Bleak and Review yeah. that people should check out. It's a fun time. And yeah, we're doing guests on pretty much all the podcasts now. Got it. Mostly because if someone, if a co-host can't make it, then I can just record with a guest without having to blow up my entire schedule. That's good. It's Got a good callback. It. That's, what that's, that's what's happening. I might not be here next week knowing that then. You motherfucker. When's that episode going to drop? I mean, our episodes drop pretty consistently. We record Fridays at 10.30 at noon, and then they come out Mondays. All right. Well, now I'm tired of that bit, too. (laughs) What bit? Thank you, Adam. (laughs) What are we talking about today? We are talking about that anonymous op-ed that showed up in the New York Times. You just deleted the thing that I No, I moved it to the end. You watched me do that. I I wasn't Because it doesn't make sense. I know as much as you want it to be the case, we can't just start with your thing and then go into... Well, I figured we'd get my shit out of the way and then focus on the... Like, I'd be like the appetizer. No, it's more like a maybe we'll get to your shit, (laughs) but maybe... For for the listener, (laughs) I honestly thought you just deleted it. I'm like, harsh. For the listener, Adam cut and pasted a link to the bottom of a document. That's what's going on. Yeah, I moved a link. Big controversy on this show. Down here, as everyone can see, Yahoo News. right there. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. All right. Yeah, the the, the anonymous op-ed. Yeah, that is a... I I don't feel good about this. I feel like someone's going to get murdered yeah over this it's almost as if the president when pre- when running said he could shoot somebody in public and get away with it yeah he I, almost I, that i feel like we're about to find out if that's true because this editorial came out in the new york times i would be floored if anyone doesn't already know about this it was called i am part of the resistance inside the trump administration by anonymous on new york times not that anonymous i was gonna say we know this didn't come from 4chan right? yeah okay 
Yeah, a guy in a Guy Fox mask didn't read this editorial into a camera. What if it was signed uh, by We Are Legion? <laughs> an op-ed by Legion. And an anonymous op-ed is not a thing the New York Times normally does. This is a quote from them. We believe publishing this essay anonymously is the only way to deliver an important perspective to our readers. And the writer is allegedly a senior official in the Trump administration. And this is a quote from the article they wrote. To be clear, ours is not the popular resistance of the left. We want the administration to succeed and think that many of its policies have already made America safer and more prosperous. Interesting to acknowledge the left resistance is popular. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like the popular vote. Yeah. <laughs> you finished the joke in your head, listener. It's not a joke because it's real. I know, right? This is another quote, but we believe our first duty is to this country, Oof. and the president continues to act in a manner that is detrimental to the health of our republic. Well, it's hard to argue that. It's it's hard. Very to, hard. It's hard to, to parse out from that what policies they think. If they think the president is acting weird and amoral or whatever, what policies they think have been benefiting. It's a real I weird, know. Yeah, it's a real weird disconnect. Because there's, there's things in here... Uh, well, they claim the root of the problem is Trump's amorality, which yeah. is a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a very that's how it's not part of the left. Yeah, he is whatever benefits Trump. That's right. That's his compass. That's their argument, and they argue that that's a dangerous thing. And this is another quote: President Trump's impulses are generally anti-trade and anti-democratic. Notice no mention of immigration. There. Right. That was the and more part. Yeah, <laughs> they said they said the administration is doing a bunch of good things for the economy and for jobs and more. I assume yeah. that was the end. It was part. under miscellaneous, yes. <laughs> et cetera. Yeah, they didn't. They just didn't want to tag deporting tons of brown people yeah. to the end of that, ripping children away from their families. But I do find it, and we'll get to it a little more at the end. I do find it kind of suspect that they're like, oh, he's doing some good things. Yeah. It's like, well, you're still not on our side because yeah. he's not doing much. Well, that it great. seems like the things they spoke to could be relevant to Trump supporters that are maybe starting to be like, eh, this guy's a little crazy. Yeah. So they didn't want to alienate Trump supporters completely either. Yeah. So if they said, like, immigration or whatever else, they'd be like, fuck you, we got to build that wall. Yeah. You know? I think they're going to alienate Trump supporters no matter what. Yeah, because the ones that are still ride or die, like, they're they're in it now at this point. I feel like, most, like probably the majority of people that are still vote, still feel good about it. They're not going to be swayed by it. They're going to be like, oh, Pence is a cuck or whatever. It is. Yeah. Like, whoever it ends <laughs> yeah. up being, they're just going to go against that and On be like, they're not patriots. some level, they're hoping Trump does get removed from office so they can use their guns and have their fucking civil war. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Part Bad times. This is another quote from them. It may be cold comfort in this chaotic era, but Americans should know that there are adults in the room. We fully recognize what is happening, and we are trying to do what's right, even when Donald Trump won't. Man, I real I something about this makes me want to like. What if what's actually happening is Trump is trying to do a bunch of good shit, <laughs> and these motherfuckers are like. What? Free lunch for kids? No! <laughs> that, no oh, way! I, I didn't even think about it from that angle. But what that are is... the odds? Like, what good things could he be trying to push through? It could be, like, what if, what if they're talking prison reform? Mm. What if this person is like, look, he's trying to let all these people with these weed convictions on their record out. Yeah, that's We won't amoral. be safe if he does But that, that won't serve Trump. How would that? I mean, I, I, I... It's a long shot for sure, but, like, the idea that that he is trying to do something that 
they're even further to the right, and they're like, no, that's bad. <laughs> like, that's the scary thing that I didn't even think about until just Yeah, now. there's not enough specifics in this letter for me to feel good He's about He's like, it. he hasn't put most of our budget into gay conversion therapy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck Trump. Let's get him out of here. Let's write an anonymous yeah, piece. That's why I know it's not Pence. Otherwise, it would, right. would have been said, P.S., by the way, I'm gay. You'll never guess who I am. <laughs> never guess. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, fuck Mike Pence. That's the one thing that worries me about losing. If, if if Trump leaves office, we're just, we have President Pence then. President Lodestar. Ooh, Lodestar. Is that you, Lodestar? <laughs> Uh, a word that I never heard. I had never heard, but now I want no. a now I want a Cubs jersey with number sixty nine in the name Lodestar on it. <laughs> oh, man, oh, I got like your Lodestar that. right here. I got a big fat Lodestar like, for your tits. Like the people sex with their thing. mouths on their. I'm bringing genitals. the sixty nine bit back to keep Chet's, Chet's attention off the when does the episode how's, drop. How's, <laughs> how's that a bit? It's what sixty nine is when two people wrap their put their mouths when on their man private part. Loves a woman. <laughs> Did we talk about sixty eighty on this pod yet? No, we have not. I sent you the link, right? Did you not read it? Oh yeah, I saw it, but I don't remember. <laughs> That's it. the one he deleted off this episode. <laughs> yeah, to link it was sex thing. Sixty eighty is like sixty nine, but a little different. Google it. Right. Try it. Thank me later. Try it tonight. With your fa- family and friends. So wait, one one thing that they mentioned though in this was they were still like he's doing great things for, or they were upset about his uh, trade stuff, right? Like the China stuff that's going right. on. I saw. I just want to bring this up real quick because it's great. I saw on the biz. There's a in an elevator at my work. There's like the you know Dow Jones business at scroll. the elevator factory. Yeah, at the elevator factory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real Bruce Springsteen. You work, blue collar do, you, type. do you work for Schindler's Lifts? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my platform heels place that I work for. Uh, but there was one that there was a headline that said. Uh, New Chinese tariffs could destroy U.S. vaping industry, <laughs> which I no! thought was great. Yeah, I was like, oh, finally, maybe that's what they're upset about. They're like, no, Trump, not our vapes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one thing I haven't looked into enough to know who's actually right. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know either. I have the no idea. trade stuff. I know NAFTA is, I agree that NAFTA is not a great thing, just mm. not for the same reasons Trump thinks it's not a great thing. Yeah. Like, it caused our influx of illegal immigration because we destroyed all the agriculture jobs in Mexico, forcing people to flee up here and take those jobs instead. And all those Chinese vape fields. Right. (laughs) Right. The vapor farms. And all our vape juice patties (laughs) were suffering as a result. I thought that was in Armenia. (laughs) (laughs) Little Armenia. They Uh, grow Ubers in Armenia. (laughs) (laughs) They grow Ubers. That's fun. Uh, so some of it, this this op ed also says that some officials have considered invoking the twenty fifth amendment to remove Trump from office. Now that is interesting. But yeah. they don't want their fingers in no constitutional crisis. Yeah, it's. I mean, honestly, it would be kind of a crisis. Like that's sort of like assassinating the president. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah, it's pretty intense. It's worse because he's still alive and fucking riling his supporters. <laughs> still has afterwards. Twitter, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's... that's if he was assassinated, at least he could be like, well, he's dead, what are you going to do, you know? But yeah. you did see Twitter this week was like, we'll kick Trump off Twitter if we need to. <laughs> <laughs> they did ban Alex Jones permanently. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. And all info he got, wars. He, he got uh, dropped off a few spots, right? Twitter and... Uh, it was weird that that all happened at the same time. So like, that, all those places kicked Alex Jones off all at once. You have to go to so many child porn sites for that to happen. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like, who was... all of them drop you at once? Who was above them that made that 
decision. That is interesting. Is what I because they Al Gore <laughs> is it Al Gore? <laughs> yeah, it can't just be coincidence that so many platforms dropped Alex Jones all at once. Yeah, and in a way, it strengthens Trump with his supporters because he's like, look, they're they're banning conservative voices. Yeah, like, that's literally a show he's called into before. Oh yeah, of course. Oh wow, I got to hear that. I've never heard that before. When that's he was crazy. a candidate. Oh boy. He called into uh, to, to Alex Jones like live. It was like, "Hey, you're doing good stuff." Like that kind of like in support. Yeah, yeah. Ooh boy. Has anyone ever seen the early video of Alex Jones when he still just had a public access show in Austin and he's doing a Halloween episode and he's just taking phone calls from fringe lunatics <laughs> and also carving a pumpkin at the same <laughs> time? <laughs> now I have, a, I have the rest of my day planned. How those not- two videos? It's one of my favorite things. But yeah, the 25th Amendment, that's that's a big claim because that what the 25th Amendment says is this man is unfit. You're crazy. Yeah, this man or woman, but come on. This We're man- not ready for that. <laughs> America's not ready. I mean, ready. if you took Trump's pants down and I saw pussy, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. That's what he's talking about. He grabs himself by the pussy. <laughs> yeah. But like someone else's that just like got ripped <laughs> off. He's just and he still, put it over like, his, still got it there like, like a the trophy. De- the devil's rejects wearing yeah. people's faces. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that is a that's good. When a Trump visceral. sexually assaulted somebody, they just ran away. And yeah. Just, <laughs> edit that out. Jesus <laughs> Christ. What am I saying? Brian Posehn was great in that though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, the 25th Amendment basically says you are not sound of mind or whatever to run the fucking country. And as far as I know, I mean, that's that this would be the first time that that would like that. Like they're considering doing that. That hasn't happened in my lifetime. Right. Uh, But, you know, I'm a millennial. (laughs) Like, are you familiar with a basic stress test? Like you go on a treadmill for three minutes and I feel like a couple questions. Chet's about to slap you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like I don't think Trump could pass a basic stress test. No, oh, probably yeah. you not. You mean like where they have the nodes hooked up to yeah. you? You go, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he, you think he? What would I'm saying collapse? is he's not fit to oh. be president. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> hit the buttons. <laughs> Why? Why That's do you always give me that one? Fucking button on that board. Whenever people ask me to hit a button, it's usually going to be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't that, control this soundboard. Bring Chet. back the fastball at Chet's Amazon button. It gets me every time I'm like a four-year-old <laughs> Man. jingling keys. So let's talk about Trump's response to this. He There's an Well-written. article on NewYorkTimes.com by Peter Baker and Maggie Haberman called Trump Lashes Out After Reports of Quiet Resistance by Staff. And it alleges that Trump erupted in anger after reading the op-ed. <laughs> which he was which already, I believe. He was already obsessed and, and it's crazy how this is overshadowing such a huge similar story. That guy that was coming out with that book that has all the right. White House staffers being like, here's the case. Yeah. Well, also the Brett Kavanaugh confirmation yes. hearings. It's so, it's just so fucking much at once. Like there's, there, there's a huge moment from that that's not getting any attention. It's getting very little attention right now. But in the middle of those hearings, there are these 12 pages of documents that the Republicans did not want released. And according to the letter of the law, if anyone on the Democrat side released those, they risk losing their job. And Cory Booker said, bring it. Cory Booker was like, I don't care. Yeah, I'll risk off. losing my yeah. job to fucking, which, you know, he's just going to run for president after yeah. anyway. But still a bold move. Definitely. I would love if those 12 pages were literally just all of the Republicans' passwords for their logins and everything. <laughs> it's like White House one. He just doxes half a Congress. Not gay thoughts too. 
That's when the other anonymous comes in. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I got all the White House's addresses. This is a quote from Trump on Twitter. If the <laughs> gutless <laughs> anonymous person does indeed exist, the Times must, for national security purposes, turn him, her, over to the government at once. And then he twe- tweeted another thing, just one word. Treason? Yeah, but you wrote that one while looking at the mirror in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's his daily affirmation. Is it treason? I don't think so. So that's... That's Does anybody dispute whether or not the editorial was, in fact, written by somebody inside the White House? No, I don't think the New York Times would make that claim. I don't think the New York Times would lie... Yeah, I think there's people out there that probably assume that, but from the source, I don't think... Well, those are the same people who call the Boston Globe and say you're the enemy of the people and I have an AK-47. <laughs> the fact that Trump said if the gutless anonymous person does indeed exist, like that's, for him, that's pretty much as close as to an admission of reality as you're going to get. Yeah. yeah. Normally, just be completely dismissive, fake news. He's Loser, not calling yeah. this fake news. No. Right. He's saying if they exist, unless he's just like, oh, finally, a reason to fucking waterboard my own staff or whatever. <laughs> i just been waiting. But it does kind of feel like this is, we're at that moment where some shit like that could jump off. Because remember when he, who did he fire over the Hillary Clinton thing? Like recently, he called mm. someone out and mentioned how the Hillary investigation... Oh, when Peter Strzok got fired, he one of the things he mentioned was, oh, and we should also redo the Hillary investigation. Like, Trump wants to put Hillary Clinton in prison. Yeah. And that is what dictators do. They yeah. put their political opponents in prison. Well, and they also say, when bad press about them comes out, that we need to hunt this person for national security purposes. Right. That's a very dictator-esque move. Right. Oh, the country's not safe. We gotta kill this. Yeah, it's crazy. I forget the actress's name, but she was on Colbert the other night, and she was talking about uh, how Trump, when she was on the set of this movie, like, somehow got the number to her trailer. <laughs> and she didn't even know, like, the phone number to her, the phone in her trailer. Whoa. It's like it's a phone she never received a call on. And he, like, you know, made advances at her, like, wanted to take her out to dinner or whatever, and she said no. Like, clearly he wanted to fuck her. But the craziest part was, at the time, she was playing Hillary Clinton in a movie. Ha! I can't lie. If I was Trump, I would want to fuck an actress playing Hillary Clinton. Yeah. But I would want her to be in Hillary Clinton makeup. Oh, yeah, yeah. And costume and everything. <laughs> so that sounds like Trump. That He's going to hate fuck Hillary. That's, that's uh, H-H- yeah. HFH. He probably was just going to have prostitutes pee on her or something. There was a <laughs> Yahoo article, and I'm not saying it has much credibility, <laughs> but it was about uh, Trump, Gwen Stefani's the reason Trump ran for president. What? Because she was getting paid more on The Voice than he was for The Apprentice. And, like, this whole thing started as him, like, being a big fuck you to NBC. This sounds like a beef started by CelebrityNetWorth.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Way to go. Way to go. Website. <laughs> Putting people's business out there. What's cra- one crazy. One interesting aspect of this is Omarosa's book that came out recently, which is another- Old news already two yeah. weeks later. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Her book actually claimed that this was happening. This is a quote from that book. Many in this silent army are in his party, his administration, huh. and even in his own family. Yeah. Maybe it's that, uh, what's his fucking little kid? Bar- yeah, maybe it's Baron. Baron yeah. Von Trump. No one, no one gives, gives it to Baron. Like Baron Lodestar Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably the scariest quote from the CNN article we just mentioned. 
The issue is there are people who took jobs in this administration not to serve the country, but to serve themselves and, in their mind, protect the country from the president, and that's not their role. The American people voted for Donald Trump to be the president and to implement his policies. That's Corey Lewandowski. And here's the thing. No. Like, every president has checks in place for a reason, and it's because we don't want them to turn in. Trump. Literally, the twenty. He just said the twenty fifth amendment isn't what you sign up for when you go into government. Right, like, you're not supposed to protect the country from the president. Yeah, if he's fucking insane, that's what your founding daddies wanted. Yeah. Also, we have checks and balances. With founding the- daddies. <laughs> that founding would be such a great band name. Founding baby daddies. <laughs> founding baby daddies. Uh, the other thing is the checks and the primary checks and balances are uh, the, the the Senate and House and our Supreme Court, and none of them are doing shit about any of this. So right. somebody's gotta all the things we yelled at Venezuela for. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're sure. stacking the Congress and the courts in your favor. That's what dictators do. Oh, is it? <laughs> the biggest issue with this, though, is it. You can make the argument it protects the country and protects the republic, but it also protects Trump. Because basically what's happening is he wants to do all this treasonous shit, but they're stopping him from doing it. And, like, saying you wanted to do something and not do it is not in of itself right. treason. They're preventing him from doing, like, let him do any one of those things. And fucking Mueller's right. like, all right, Mueller time, like, fucking take him down, you know? Mueller time. As a parent, it's not my job to protect my child from putting a fork in the light socket. <laughs> That's his job, and it's a, for the safety of the country that I don't interfere with that. My dad let me do that. My mom wouldn't let me uh, be alone with my dad for like six months after that. <laughs> Funny enough, my dad also works for an electric company. How fucking irresponsible. When I Wait, was, Schoolhouse Rock? <laughs> Sorry. When I was a kid, my cousin- I get the reference. Thank you. <laughs> my cousin Jason, we had a light bright. And he took the light out of it and left it plugged in, which meant there was just an active uh, oh, light socket. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Wow. And he goes, this is still my favorite gag Please of all time. Please tell me it's his dick. No. He goes, do you want a Hertz donut? Uh, <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah, I want a donut. And he was like, right. all right, put your finger in there. And I did. And he goes, Hertz donut. Ah, that's classic. But what, you didn't get like ridiculously shocked? No, it was just like a mild electrical shock. Uh. I also got shocked by a Bugs Bunny nightlight once. And that was dope because you could see like the spark come out, like lightning. Where it connected. Ooh. Yeah, it was because my hand was wet, I think. Ooh. Pretty great. Oh, say that a little slower. Wet, say a little slower. Mm, I got shocked, baby. Devil's rejects over here. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about Melania Trump's oh, goddamn yeah. response. This is another, also very eloquent. <laughs> yeah, another CNN article, this one by Kate Bennett, titled Melania Trump to op-ed writer, you are sabotaging our country. So I didn't read this article. Is this something Melania said or she, re- she released a statement specifically to CNN? She released a statement. I don't know if it was specifically okay. to CNN. I just happened to see the article when I was uh, reading the other one. And this is a quote from Melania. Freedom of speech is an important pillar of our nation's founding principles, and a free press is important to our democracy. The press should be fair, unbiased, and responsible. To the writer of the op-ed, you are not protecting this country. You are sabotaging it with your cowardly actions. I kind of think she wrote it. I mean, in her defense, the sabotaging <laughs> is Four syllables. So that's pretty good for her. Yeah. Four syllable word. Well, you think she wrote it or like somebody on her team or a trusted confidant wrote it? Yeah. I mean, I don't really, I don't actually think she wrote the op ed, but I mean, she can also shut, she can also shut the fuck up with this. Like, I'm so tired of hearing that administration address the media as if they're the problem in this country. Yeah. It's like, no, you're the problem. 
you're the enemy of the people, not the press. I don't get why everybody keeps saying the same stuff about us and having a very shared opinion about what the, what we're doing. Why are they all so individually weird <laughs> and we're fine? I don't get it. Uh, as much as stuff has been a distraction to the country when the government Trump's administration is doing awful things behind the scenes, in a way this could be good in that it's a huge distraction to Trump and like he can't be as focused as fucking up whatever's going on with Mueller and the oh, Russian investigation. Because he's yelling about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's out there. Either, whenever he gets into Twitter mode, that like saves like 20 refugees <laughs> every time he tweets. So Rand Paul has an interesting idea. What a great name, though. Let's give him that at least. I fucking hate Ron and Rand Paul. I love the so name much. Rand Paul, though. I just love the name. I love when I, I, I thought it was really entertaining when for a while there the left was like clinging to Ron Paul. Yeah. As if he was going to be our, our way out of presidential fucking badness. I don't Buffoonery. know when he's just going over to Russia and like delivering messages personally. And he's a fucking time. racist. He wrote all those fucking newsletters back in the day that were racist as shit. And then he was like, oh, I just put my name on him, but I didn't read them. That's worse. That's so much worse. <laughs> I just signed off on hate. Uh, I didn't. I, didn't right. uh... I don't have time to read this, but you are telling me it's racist, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. For sure. And I support that. I just didn't write it because I didn't want to waste the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Good for you, Ron Paul. So Rand Paul uh, has an idea for finding the author of that op-ed lie detector test. Oh yeah, this was a part that enraged me for so, like I just I got a visceral reaction out of reading yeah. this part. It's this so is a quote from him. It's not unprecedented for people with security clearances to be asked whether or not they're revealing things against the law under oath and also by lie detector. That's Rand Paul. Mm. And here's another quote. We use the lie detector test routinely for CIA agents and FBI agents. If you have a, a security clearance in the White House, I think it would be acceptable to use a lie detector test and ask people whether or not they're talking to the media against the policy well, of the, the White CIA House. Well, if the CIA and the FBI are deep stating against the White House, how effective is that then? Yeah. <laughs> and so what, which is it? What really blows my mind about this is I think still currently to hire new Border Patrol agents – they have to take a lie detector test or a polygraph exam, and it eliminates two out of three candidates, which I personally think is a good thing because yeah. that's what the argument people always make is mm, they're not admissible in court. That is a different thing. Whether a person goes to prison for life is a whole other matter then does this person get a job as a border patrol agent? Yeah, are they a psychopath? Are right. they going to make someone drink liquid meth until they die? Like that kind of thing. And exactly. Yeah, and it's the, insane. The, the reason polygraphs are used in that situation is because it's more of a tool for the person doing the interview to get a feel for whether that person might be lying or mm. might be. And I would argue that in those situations, if you can't stay cool enough to pass a polygraph exam... I don't want you fucking yeah. being a border patrol agent because you're going to start shooting Mexican children but what if, at the border at what some if point. They use I mean, the lie detector test for like, they ask, are you racist? And three candidates say no. And the two that are truly not racist, they're like, sorry. And then the one that said no, but they're like, oh, you're lying. You get the job. Oh, they, they reverse engineer yeah. it. Yeah, could Scary. be. Could be manipulated. And they've been calling for the end of these lie detector tests. And I'm sure Rand Paul is one of those people who thinks we need to stop doing that for border. And just, I invite everyone to look at what happened to the Albuquerque Police Department when they started loosening their hiring practices. 
They are now the most violent and deadly police force in the nation above the LAPD, the NYPD, Chicago PD, and they are overlooking a population much smaller than all of those places. And their rate of unjustified police shootings fucking through the roof in Albuquerque. And it's because at one point they got this mandate to hire all these new cops and no one wanted to be a fucking cop. So they loosened their restrictions to where if you had worked as a cop before, mm-hmm. they considered coming to the Albuquerque PD a lateral move and thus didn't So like all the dirty checks. racist right. asshole cops. People have been fired or run out of other police departments. Or yeah, like, oh, that's Albuquerque. exactly what happened. And if you, there's, we did an episode about it. If you trace that class of recruits and start looking at police violence in the Albuquerque PD, it shoots way up when that fucking class of recruits comes in. <sighs> Albuquerque is the Columbus of New Mexico. Al- no, Albuquerque <laughs> is the Florida of cities. Albuquerque is, mwah, it's well, so fucking insane. Well, Florida is the Columbus of states. While, one time while like, I was in Albuquerque, I didn't see this happen, but it happened while I was there. A man driving in a van shot a dude on a motorcycle got out of the van, and drove away with his motorcycle. <laughs> it's an upgrade. Pretty well, you know, what, you know what happened, right? Wrong turn in Albuquerque. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. That's, the, that's, what they, that's how those, uh, that's the stand your ground law there. Oh, uh, fucking yeah. Albuquerque. Yeah. But it's the, the Rand Paul of <laughs> <laughs> And the thing about Rand Paul, he has actually suggested this same thing before last year as a means of finding out who leaked transcripts of Michael Flynn's communications with Russia's ambassador to the United States. And this was his quote back then. It is very, very important that whoever released that go to jail because you cannot have members of the intelligence community listening to the most private and highly classified information and then releasing that to the New York Times. There can only be a certain handful of people who did that. I would bring them all in they would have to take lie detector tests. What if two of them fail? <laughs> right? Then what do you do? I mean, that's Make also... Make them fight? But that is a possibility. Make them fight. Yeah. Multiple people, well, not just the outcome, but who says it's one person that wrote it? Right. Well, not and not just that, but the way polygraphs work, the, the polygraph examiner could come out of that going, yeah, I think these three people are suspect. Well, they could also ask other questions like, have you talked to the press beyond her back? And then like... Yeah. You know, 60% of them say yes. The problem with the lie detector test is the same thing as uh, people who have a fear of doctors like me. When I went and got my blood pressure taken, they're like, your blood pressure is way too high. Are you nervous right now? I was like, yeah, I just don't, I don't know. I, I just want nothing to be wrong with me. They like, took it again. It was fine. If you're just nervous because the right. government pulled you in for a lie detector test, it's going to be all, your results are going to be bullshit anyway. Because I'm yeah. going to be like, am I going to go to like some prison in like Guantanamo Bay or something? What's happening? And I think that's why or that's one of the big reasons why polygraphs aren't admissible in criminal yeah. court proceedings Yeah, because that person's going to be under an extraordinary amount of stress when yeah. they take that lie detector test. And I cannot stress enough, don't believe anything cops say on true crime shows. <laughs> Anytime a cop's like, well, he lawyered up right away, so we were immediately suspicious. Good. Fuck you. Lawyer be suspicious. Up. I have a lawyer now. Yeah. Like, whenever the police... like. Fucking ask for a lawyer if they're writing you a ticket, goddammit. Don't finish writing the ticket to a lawyer. <laughs> I mean, that's extreme, but... Sometimes justified. And the same thing with the polygraph. No. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking take a polygraph for the police. Ever. Yeah. Ever. And don't take one for Rand Paul if you're distributing state secrets. So... <laughs> Who should we talk... Who do we think wrote this? There is a goddamn list of 13 yeah, people that is. it might have been. 
which uh, that's extreme. But the the one people are hitting on most is Mike Pence. Yeah, Lodestar Be- Pence because of the use of the word Lodestar, which no one has used ever. Except Pence repeatedly rigorously since two thousand one. Lodestar was my favorite character on Bonanza, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that old racist cowboy show we all remember. Uh, yeah, it, he's he. Well, is it because the word is one of the main reasons everyone thinks that it's him, right? Like it right. kept coming up. Uh, is there any other reasons that people have pointed to? Like, like he wants to be president? <laughs> no, it's just the Lodestar thing. Just the thing. Lodestar thing. And that could just as easily be someone recognizing that Mike Pence uses the word Lodestar a lot and going, I'm going to throw Lodestar like their in their internal here. office joke. Like, oh, Lodestar I'm going to lo- throw Lodestar in here to throw everybody off yeah, and yes. make them think it's throw Mike off Pence. Scent. Yeah. I used to, on way back in the early days of internet forums, I used to play this internet forum game where you have to guess which person is a werewolf. And if you were the werewolf, you would get access to, uh, you could post as the werewolf and people would have to figure out who you oh, were. Oh, okay. And sometimes what I would do is if there were users who like had a really specific word they used a lot or a, a specific way they would respond to posts, if I was the werewolf, I would log in as the werewolf and then go respond to something in the way that person usually responds. Yeah. And then people would be like, oops, you logged into the wrong, and it's you. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, that, nope. could, that could be this, too, someone recognizing Lodestar and being like, let's make people think it's Pence. Well, that's interesting. That, and then it, makes, it means that it's probably not Melania because there weren't a ton of exclamation points in it, which is just bad right. writing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, we've got to narrow down. To, we can cancel that out. Also, she didn't uh, reference Trump as a pig. Like, I assume <laughs> yeah. there'll be some animosity towards him as a husband. It's a little piggy. She just calls him a little piggy over and over again. <laughs> so, so, yeah. P- people think it's Pence. Uh, people think it's Pence, but Jared Agan, communications director for Mike Pence, came out and said, our office is above such amateur acts. All right. Well, I guess it's not Pence then. It's so condescending, too. We're above that. Yeah. It's an amateur like, act. They're pretty fucking good at being an amateur. Like his spokesman. The aristocrats. <laughs> <laughs> Like his spokesman's going to come out and go, you got us. Yeah. Shouldn't have used oh, Lodestar. Fuck, that's right. That was the thing. We put it in there 12 times. Uh, CNN's Chris Saliza, who is kind of obnoxious in his own right, <laughs> put together a list of 13 possible authors, starting with Don McGahn, White House counsel, who recently spent more than 30 hours with special counsel Robert Mueller. No. Yeah. I feel like he's already doing his own damage by sitting with the Mueller investigation. Yeah. Dan Coates, Director of National Intelligence. I don't know who that is, but maybe. Yeah. Like, it, it seems like the... That actually makes sense to me, because if anyone in the government currently is, is most at odds with Trump, it's the intelligence yeah. community. Yeah, I mean, he's in the, he's in the right camp for, to, for this to be possibly under his guise. And yeah. this is kind of the way I think intelligence agencies and intelligence operatives think and act. Like... Yeah. Getting something like this in the New York Times is a thing any like I Especially could s- the crypto nature of the the Lodestar thing. If that yeah. was the case, if they're doing that to throw things off, like that's a very like crypto way to think yeah. about it. Kellyanne Conway. No. 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 She is soulless and committed to him. Yeah. No matter what. Although the She's thing with her husband is her. weird how her husband is like seemingly very anti Trump yeah. and trolls them on Twitter. Uh, that is interesting. They have a lot of hate sex. John Kelly, White House Chief of Staff who's clashed with Trump regularly. I could see that. Yeah. John Kelly could but be the guy. doesn't that 
also kind of paint him in a terrible light, like he doesn't have control over things, although maybe that's a good way to throw people off the trail. Yeah, could be. Or maybe it's Kirsten Nielsen, head of the Department of Homeland Security, who is a close ally of John Kelly. Maybe. Jeff Sessions. He's got motive. Trump's been bashing him forever, but I don't see Jeff being the person who wrote this. It was a little too eloquent for Jeff Sessions. And it's got that same kind of thing that you were saying about uh, an earlier an earlier pick in this uh, <laughs> this draft that we're doing, <laughs> uh, where it's like you've already you've, you're already doing like you're already out there. You've, Jeff Sessions is one of the few names that people would immediately recognize that's on this list. Like we don't even know all of these ones, and we right. read upwards of several pages of notes. Uh, so like yeah, like I don't feel like Jeff Sessions would be like, oh, you know what I should do now is is do that, and also didn't seem to be in his voice either. James Mattis. Now, he's a possibility because there are a lot of quotes attributed to Mattis in that Bob Woodward book Mm. that are very bad times. And maybe this is him, like, getting attention, the the media paying less attention to the Woodward book as well, where he's painted so negatively. He's quoted in the Woodward book as saying Trump is like a fifth or sixth grader. (laughs) So, and and probably worse. I haven't read the book. We should read the book and review it for an episode. That's interesting, because earlier uh, you said that somebody... Uh, said there are adults in the White House. Don't worry, there are adults yeah. acting. That was a part of the op-ed. Uh, so that's an interesting yeah, parallel. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't make that connection until just now. Good job. I just got high, everybody. <laughs> 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 Fucking blazing it. Oh, there's still so many more people on this list. <laughs> Fiona Hill, a Russian ec- or a Russia expert who joined the Trump administration from the Brookings Institute, far more skeptical of Russia's motives than Trump is, Yeah. reportedly mistaken for a clerk by Trump. <laughs> In one of her earliest meetings with him on Russia, that's of course. That's beautiful. That's that's classic old white guy shit. Yeah. That would be great if that's... Hey, honey, give me a coffee. If it's her just getting her revenge for Trump calling her a clerk. That... Oh, God, that'd be great. Just the pettiest of motives. I mean, not... Pe- like, it's justified, but like... Because fuck him, but like, that's... Like, it ends up being that instead of something else. Yeah. Here, which would be great. <laughs> uh, Mike Pence, obviously, because of the Lodestar. Lodestar! Lodestar! <laughs> And I looked up that word. It just means like a star that like got like, I think we just say North Star now. Yeah. Yeah. I had to look it up too. I was like, am I dumb for not knowing this? I'm glad that. Yeah. It's like a really archaic word that no one uses except Mike Pence, which I don't know. Would he be dumb enough to put the word Lodestar in this knowing? Because I feel like if you're using the word Lodestar, you're using it because no one else uses it. And And that's your thing. Yeah. Here's a word I know. But maybe he thinks because he's been using, he's like, yeah, people use that word now. Yeah. It's catching on, man. I'm a trendsetter. He Mike reads, Pence, trendsetter. He reads nothing that he hasn't written himself. <laughs> <laughs> All literature is using Lodestar now. Yeah. My, my tweets. <laughs> Lodestar came back. Lodestar runner. Nikki Haley, UN ambassador, also skeptical of Trump's approach to Russia, has an eye on public office in the future. I could see Nikki Haley being the one mm-hmm. who wrote this because she is a firecracker. Like, have you ever seen her address the UN? She is not a pleasant person. <laughs> she is a fuck you. We are making, we are taking names of people who don't support us at the UN. Yeah. And we will be to see you about that shit. So possible. I, and I believe she and Trump kind of, there was something else Russia related or something not Russia related, I believe, but foreign policy related that she and Trump really publicly disagreed on. She like, uh, contradicted something he said oh 
So I don't think uh, Nikki was she against sexual assault. Is that what it was? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. She went, she went hard to the mat for that. <laughs> it could be, yeah. Well, oh, controversial stance. Uh, so I guess I think Nikki Haley's a that's a that's a that's a front runner for me. For that's sure. a good pick. <laughs> Javanka. <laughs> that is a combo of Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump. Favorite, I don't think it's them. Favorite Hollywood. Nah, power that, that motive doesn't make sense. But Omarosa did say within his own family. But here's the thing: if Trump gets removed from the White House, at least at this point, he doesn't get to hand the keys over to Jared and Ivanka. You know. But they're already in on the staff, aren't they? Yeah, but if he was impeached, do you really think they would stick around? That you think Pence, Pence would fire everybody? I think Pence would get rid of Trump's family that isn't qualified to be there. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe make him clerks. Yeah. <laughs> what about Brangelina? Are they? Are they yeah. Well, that was what one about of the Benifer? things. Benifer. One of the thing. things that Bannon really pissed off. Um, Bannifer. <laughs> <laughs> I forget which of the books. I think it was this, this guy's most recent book where Bannon called Ivanka a staffer, and she just lost her shit. Ooh. She's like, I'll never be a staffer. I'm not a staffer. I'm the first daughter. Oh, shut the fuck up. The first daughter doesn't exist. Yeah. That's not a real title. It's not like princess. Yeah. It's like, that's like Bible shit. Like, the <laughs> death throne. of the firstborn. That's about it. Do they, but do they exist? We're like... They say first lady, and then they say... Than their kids. I don't think. Yeah, they say I think I've never heard Chelsea Clinton or no, any of the other yeah. ones be called the first daughter. And do that like when you get a pet? Is it like the first dog, the first cat, the first dog? Well, this there, yeah, Trump's no, because even, president even socks the cat was just called socks the cat. Yeah, that was Clinton's cat, right? Socks. Yeah, so Ivanka Trump can <laughs> shut right the fuck up. <laughs> is my thoughts on that? Or Melania Trump? He also lists. Yeah, because a most obvious motive: she's married to Trump. <laughs> So and she, she's just waiting to pull the trigger on the divorce until once the presidency ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could be. Anyway, want to place oh, wagers she, on that? If Trump survives his presidency, does she divorce him afterwards? I think. Yeah. Well, that's 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 an interesting one because there's a couple of factors going on there. I take that bet. I go into that. I mean, I'd probably bet on the same thing you're betting on. So I don't know if there'd be much payoff. Yeah, I could see it. I don't know if I give a shit. No. Like, I don't care if those two get divorced. I don't care if we have a president who gets divorced while he's in office. Yeah. I don't fucking care. He, honestly, like, if he's in a bad marriage, it, well, like, the hy- a hypothetical president, it doesn't matter with yeah. Trump, but, like, if I, I get a divorce, you'll probably be a better president yeah. if you're not dealing with a bad marriage. Don't but, stay together for the country. It's going <laughs> to hurt the country. It's <laughs> a great Blink-182 song. <laughs> so here's another, another theory on this. This comes from the Washington Post. It's an article by Greg Sargent called Trump's Paranoid Rage is Getting Worse, but the White House Resistance is a Sham. Yeah. And I kind of buy that because it's for all the reasons we talked about up top. Mm -hmm. There's so much in here in in this op-ed that's not getting mentioned. They're not giving us specifics like what policies are you against? What policies are you for? And his theory or just his suggestion is that the actual goal here is for is someone is trying to distance themselves from Trump now because in the future they're going to want to run for office yeah. or something and they'll just be able to say hey I was the one who wrote that memo celebrate me yeah. elect me I'm part of the resistance and it's like no you're still part of the Trump administration yeah like you're not doing whatever you're doing it's not enough right now so that's also a possibility yeah, and it, like you said, it's 
there's nothing in there that's specific enough for it to actually do anything other than be like, hey, there's stuff happening that you don't know about, but don't worry, it's going to be, and it's like, it's like, well, what, what have you done? I mean, what are you working against? We haven't seen anything. It seems like he's as insane as ever. It does seem like a personal yeah. motive. I could see that being. And they're also kind of making the same, some of the same claims that are in the Woodward book anyway. Yeah. Like where they talk about removing papers from his desk so he can't use them to make policy decisions, which is nuts. <laughs> Well, what will he draw on? They just, yeah. They just turn out his desk lamp, and he's like, ah, it's too dark. We're going to Trump, we're going to play a game of hide and seek. They turn off the lights for two minutes and then turn back on. <laughs> Where'd all my papers go? <laughs> and the, the latest news to break about this, Trump wants the DOJ to investigate who wrote the op-ed. The DOJ, the, the led by Sessions, the person that he rails on he on wants, daily basis. He, he the person wants, who maybe wrote it. <laughs> yeah, he wants Jeff Sessions to uh, investigate this. And I don't know if that's because he thinks Sessions wrote it. Yeah. And he's like, well, if you didn't investigate it, it must, if, if you don't investigate it, it must be you. Like, yeah. He could position uh, Sessions as, as uh, being guilty by not. Let me see you know if this. But even if he doesn't think that, it does not surprise me that he would misuse Caitlin resources Collins, like that. Attorney General Jeff Sessions has accepted the fact that his relationship with President Trump is not likely to end well one way or another. While he's not told colleagues that he plans to resign, he's acknowledging that their relationship, it's though it's been tense man. for more than a year now, Just beautiful. is worse than it's ever been. The two rarely speak one on one. Is this not anymore. the right video? And this all comes as President uh, Trump is he's now prepared for any outcome. His oh, here it comes. To investigate that nameless author of the op-ed that has so clearly gotten under his skin this week. He told reporters aboard Air Force One that he doesn't want the person who wrote the New York Times piece sitting in on high-level meetings. Take a listen to what he said just moments ago on Air Force One. This plane is crazy. Horrifying. Can we just pause for a moment just to acknowledge the fact that the president of the United States of America called it, it is national security. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it is national security. So, yeah, it is. It is that. It's national security. Like, no, he doesn't know what he's saying ever. Yeah. He's a and somehow man. the first time I watched that video, it was video of Trump speaking in front of a crowd saying pretty much the same thing, that <laughs> the New York Times uh, should be investigated and, and that he actually called on the New York Times writers to investigate who wrote this and one new york times writer did tweet that she was like okay so now we have to investigate yeah who the opinion department had write this thing yeah which i mean maybe i mean freedom i mean i don't think they i don't think they're are they legally obligated to or like do they have to by law investigate because freedom of press like they shouldn't have to reveal any sources it's more so like trump's team would probably sue them and try yeah, to bankrupt yeah. them put them and say like they take it to the private a cajillion sector. dollars in damages yeah. yeah well no trump wants the new york times to investigate who wrote this because but if they didn't would he sue them do you think that's i that's think that's saying, right? that's yeah like a question. like a hulk hogan gawker thing kind of Ooh. yeah it's great that we're comparing it to think like it is so emotionally similar. I mean, but it's we've ridiculous. talked it's about a, that yeah, before. It's a like, reasonable comparison. As yeah, much no, as we're I mean, like kind insane. of fuck Gawker, like that's real precedent that is not good. Yeah, yeah. it's it's just an insane comparison. It's totally valid though. Yeah. Fuck we are that. never coming back from that. That <laughs> fucking Gawker lawsuit, that set such a bad precedent where if you have enough money, mm -hmm. you can destroy any fucking publication you want. Yeah. 
really bad times. Oh, boy. Woo. Well, that's the good thing about WAPO. Uh, I don't think Trump's going to be able to get his fingers on them. Yeah. No. So last thing, Chet added this. <laughs> And I think it fits because we're talking anonymous sources here. Yeah, yeah. Is there video in here of him not being able to say? Yes. Okay. This because is, that would have been talking headpiece, oh, but is, it's also I'm, part of this video. I'm fascinated by this. I'm so glad we're watching this. <laughs> replacements. <laughs> the replacements. Chat. Tell people what this is about. Uh, so there's two parts. Uh, Why isn't the sound playing? Muted. There we go. Oh, good. Now we got um, some, some smooth. EDM. What the fuck's going on here? Is this a remix? What is happening? Go, go back. Let's let's reset this. this is what happens when you get out. your news from Yahoo? <sighs> yeah, they always try to put all this music and text over and make it more dramatic. But Trump, they actually, this is a different video than what was on the article earlier. They embedded a different video before it was a talking head. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Earlier, his video, the video showed him being able to unsay anonymous. Let's just YouTube not able to say anonymous. anonymous. I'm sure it's coming up. I love that orbital remix, though. That was great. Yeah, nice '90s kind of. uh, 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 Ace of Base is doing the fucking music for Trump videos now. There's a nice, uh, a nice soundscape behind there. It's it's like uh, that scene in the Matrix. All right, here we go. This is YouTube, a reliable source. Anonymous. (laughs) Anonymous. Yeah, oh, Enya did this one. <laughs> sail away, sail away. <laughs> <laughs> the rally in Montana, Donald Trump's own tongue seemed to the be working against him. The latest act of resistance is the op-ed published in the failing New York Times by an anomalous, brilliant, anomalous, gutless, coward. You just look. But you know what's happening there? He needs water. Like, this happens to me on stage sometimes. If I forget to take water on stage with me, by the end of my set, I do actually struggle with words that require S because your tongue sticks to the roof of your mouth. Anonymous. Or you're having a stroke. You could hear it before (laughs) that. Both equally possible. Yeah, you could hear it before he started saying anonymous that he was having trouble talking. And I think it was because he probably had a really dry mouth. He probably doesn't even drink water. He does a ton of cocaine. Yeah. That's and true. I bet he thinks water is like a poor people's drink and like doesn't drink water. He's like, no, I just want, I just want what soda. What am I, from Flint? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Coke. <laughs> what am I from Flint? Uh, doesn't he have like a button where he can order Coke from the... Yeah, he's <laughs> basically Les Grossman from Tropic Thunder. Like, can you open that... Ar- Coke! Can you open that article up again though real quick? Yeah, he's got the Amazon uh, one down, ordering. There's a couple Twitter embeds that are worth Ooh. watching. Oh, those are going to play for sure. <laughs> Scroll down. Oh, come on, Yahoo. You're killing me. Has somebody already made a remix to that Muppet song of the Anonymous? Do you think they've done the Inevitus? Do, 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 do. They probably have to have done They're so, not even here yeah, anymore. Here's what I hate about Yahoo. They do this where they update their stories and you send somebody a link and then it's a completely different story. Well, maybe quit using Yahoo for but, your news, dude. But the, the video It's was, Yahoo. No one uses Yahoo show. for anything so anymore. During Trump's speech, uh, there's a, a one dude behind him just standing there, be normal, but he's like, from the camera uh, directly over Trump's right shoulder. And Ooh. then this, like, attractive woman comes in and just, like, taps him on the shoulder, like, get out of here. And the guy just pleasantly leaves. He doesn't, like, wait, why do I have to leave? What? And there's, like, two other dudes uh, a couple moments later, and these two women come in, and they're just like, all right, get out of here. And the guy's left. And now Trump has uh, uh, an attractive woman on his left and, and two cute blonde girls on his right. 
got tripped in the middle of the speech. Just very strange. Like the yeah, most that is weird. Body snatchers movie ever. <laughs> I mean, there could be. There's possible explanations for it, but it's weird for sure. To me, it sounds like either like uh, pre- obviously because they knew they'd be on camera, so like that. That I, I get that. I could see like I'm sure like you know. And other entertainment things do that, but it's weird that it's politics that's doing that. But, but like, imagine yeah. you have the best seat in the house, yeah, like for being on TV, yeah. and then somebody taps you and is like, "Hey, your seat." Yeah, like there's not even an altercation. They're just okay. They could be seat fillers. Yeah, like, they could the, be reserving the those seats for someone else, or stand. They're not even sitting really. They're reserving yeah. those standing areas. But it is, it's very weird. It's yeah. very weird, and I don't think that usually happens. So you're right to think that's weird. Fucking bizarre, man. Oh, oh it's stuff. all fucking bizarre. It's all bananas. How bizarre? How, How bizarre? bizarre. <laughs> I hated that song so much. How bizarre? How- oh, I thought we were going to keep you going. It was, it was as bad as Everlast for me. Ah. Uh, and you really might know what it's like. 40 year old man listening to a podcast by politics. <laughs> Name chat wild took his headphones off like I can't hear I hate this. this so much. Let's go back to OMC. How bizarre! How bizarre! <laughs> how bizarre! It's something Millionaires Club is what that stands how for. Bizarre, right? How bizarre! How bizarre! How bizarre! We have fellas in the back. We sing us in front. <laughs> Tom Waits doing how bizarre, right. everybody. Oh. Is that the end of the episode? <laughs> we do the good cocaine. <laughs> you have to listen to last week's Unpops Daily episode. To hear me and Chet chopping it up about Everlast. And then chopping me losing my shit at the end of the episode. But that was, that, was, that was over the movie God Bless the Broken Road, which is based, based on, on a Rascal, Rascal Flatts song Ooh. starring former NFL running back LaDainian Tomlinson. <laughs> I've never seen something so it's playing. It's playing. We need to go check it out. They're playing Scrabble, and she puts down less. And then he's like, sometimes you gotta look for things like, and then puts a B in front of it and turns into. Black. No, he says sometimes less is more. Oh yeah, that's what it is. And then puts and then a puts B, B in front and of and bless. And then I lost my shit and stormed out of here. And then he was like, triple word score, bitch, and flipped the fucking board <laughs> while he's winning. That's yeah. weird. What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Slammed it down like a game of Fuck dominoes. That movie so much. Sometimes less is more. Bow, bless, bitch. <laughs> This is words with enemies now. <laughs> Who does God want to win this game of Scrabble? Me. Do they do they have a hashtag piece you can play now and throw in front <laughs> oh, of the that's B? That's smart. That's that is smart. Yeah. Hashtag is like one point, but you can always. That add would it to be anything. really smart. You just really extend anything. It's like an S. It's great. No, there should just be one, and it should be so many points. Just like forty. So then you can just <laughs> drop it on a motherfucker. <laughs> Hashtag dude. Like, it doesn't have to be a real word anymore. You just do it at any point. <laughs> uh, I think we just figured out America, everybody. We sure did. <laughs> All right. So, that is our episode. What do we have to plug before we get out of here besides patreon.com slash unpops? You can hear uh, me and Adam on Falling uh, Asleep. Bleak and Review. Uh, whenever Someday. the fuck you decide. Seriously. Yeah. Will you? Well, if if I'll let you, you know, I'll, I'll let you know. No, if you allegedly publish, because mm-hmm. now you're backtracking. You said it's published. You said it's out. Could you just at least reshare the link? Yeah, I could probably do that. I could probably do that. Okay, I could probably do that. Adam, could you air quotes repost it? Sure. Oh yeah, sure. On on Patreon. If our episode of Bleak and Review really exists, we want like Kevin be, claims, we want to be the most. Well, no, I don't doubt. They it just exists. had Michael Swaim on. That's going to be the no, most listened to episode. Run. No, we're going to be the most listened to. We episode. also had Wyanon on that one. Have you heard of Wyanon? No. Why a non? Why a not? Deep dish state. It's really fun. <laughs> uh, go check that out, everybody. Uh, yeah, that's fun. So look for that episode of Bleak and Review, everybody. Uh, it'll be out there. By the way, uh, Adam and Chet, when's this episode dropping? 
Monday. Uh, Monday. This is coming out Monday? Comes what, out every Monday. At 8 o'clock? In it's the, pretty consistent pretty when consistent. it comes out. Actually, Sunday night at 10 p.m. Pacific time. Pacific Pacific Standard Time. Yeah, 11, 11 p.m. Mountain Time. Okay. Uh, 12 midnight Central Time. What about Hawaii, Hawaii time? Uh, That's a thing, right? 1 a.m. on the East Coast. Ooh. We don't release the episodes in Hawaii. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Chat, I... what do you have to plug besides... <laughs> Besides this episode, uh, anything? You can hear me on Daily Unpops, the Monday episode, which came out right around this time as well. Well, you'll be on every Monday episode. Well, I'm just saying, go listen to that, too. Go yeah. listen to podcasts. Kevin's supposedly sticking around for that. Yeah, we'll Kevin has a show every month that you should go to Yeah, in I, L.A. I think I'm on another podcast, uh, <laughs> Advice <laughs> with Strangers. Right past that. Yeah. Yeah, no one cares. Uh, <laughs> I want another podcast, Advice with Strangers. I think okay, it comes out this you've week. Okay, you plugged that uh, a few too many times. I, I, is that um, on this network? My, no, Listen, that's the thing. Oh, yeah, Here's no. the thing. Turn you off asked this mic. me to plug something. I plugged. I was done. And you're like, Chet, what else do you have to plug? So I scramble. It's and funny I'm like, how what you else keep plugging a to... thing when I just bleep it out every time you say no, it. No, I don't listen to these. This it's because he's plugging the N-word, everybody. <laughs> 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 uh, you can follow my my show, Bleak Interview, <laughs> at BleakBot on Twitter. <laughs> I'm uh, at KB Anderson Yo on all the things. And yeah, I run a monthly show. Uh, Adam mentioned it before Chet talked about that other podcast. Uh, the Townies, every first weekend. Of the month used to be every first Saturday, but our next one's October seventh. It's a Sunday because they double booked, but it's gonna be fun. You can follow me on social media at Chet Wild on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, yeah. I think I'm gonna finally post uh, all of those pictures from Australia and New Zealand. Of yeah, people with their fastball chat shit. Very yeah. nice. All right, yeah. let's get the fuck out of here. Chat, say goodbye. Uh, yep. we have Kevin, a- say goodbye. <laughs> Another episode. <laughs> Bye. To goodbye, everybody. We love so- you.